I'm reeling from the loss of something really important to me. We're going to hold a Viking funeral for the pantsuit. Can I shoot the flaming arrow, please? Yeah. Okay. Can I shoot the neighbor dog? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I lost something, too. <laughs> Jumpsuit never shit in your lawn. God damn it. There are good movies and there are great movies, but those aren't the movies we watch here because this is shitty cinema. Mm-hmm. The shitty cinema is where four film masochists armchair analyze bad movies based on our theme of the month. We wade through dollar store bargain bins and find the strangest things in our best effort to show how much we love movies but hate ourselves. I'm Jay and I'm joined by Dave. Yo. Casey. I super love you. And Juice. I do too. Juice. After last week's death of a cheerleader, what are we continuing with this month? This month, we are, as seen on TV, all of those lovely movies that either were intentionally made for or just inadvertently ended up going directly to TV. This week's was intentionally made for. On this week's episode, we watched 2013's Chupacabra vs. the Alamo, 88 minutes of brilliant cinema directed by Terry Ingram. You know, you can really tell... The uh, ones that were made direct for TV because you actually get the commercial cuts. They cut in and out. It's fantastic. (laughs) Dave had this moment. Look, I'm super millennial. I haven't seen a commercial in a long time. (laughs) (laughs) So when I see these abrupt, I forgot that's what we were watching. And it really makes me angry to like, let's just stop what we're doing, I guess. (laughs) Listen, fucking rein it in. Before we go any farther, I needed an elevator pitch about this movie, Jay. So. (laughs) Just use your powers of imagination and imagine that Eric Estrada and his adult 40-year-old teenage son have planted (laughs) C4 all over your apartment complex, which will detonate in 10 seconds. That's rude. 10 seconds or less. What was this movie about? Eric Estrada rides bikes and shoots dogs in this telenovela. Oh. That was only three seconds. (laughs) I feel like I captured the essence of the film, though. Yeah, yeah, I hate. Um, While everybody was planting C4 all over the outside of the apartment complex, I forgot my cookies in the car. So I'm going to be a little further out from the blast as I'm walking away from it. So, uh, well, you got to get those cookies. I can do it in less than 10. All right. Now you can cook them too. Oh, cooked cookies. They'll be nice and warm and gooey. Yeah. Shave Chihuahuas attack drug lords, delinquents, and dirty DEA agents, saving San Antonio before getting blown up. Ooh. About six and a half, seven seconds. I was slow to get started on that one. So. <laughs> well, it was, it was I think she 10. nailed it, though. Oh, yeah. That's what I watched. Yeah, I feel like they only killed bad guys. Why don't we first start with the movie that Shitty Cinema watched? Tell us, what did we watch? Chupacabra versus the Alamo starts with a flood of exposition. It's just a deluge, right? To explain that DEA agent Eric Estrada is a dick because his wife died and his son's a convicted gang member and his daughter, like, totally can't stand him, okay? But also right? his like, wife died on Cinco de Mayo. That's like someone yeah. dying on Christmas. That's so fucking rude. <laughs> now is, the whole, is... the rest of my life, that is ruined. Yeah, Thanks. okay, all right. Go on. So also his great, great, great something grandfather defended the Alamo hashtag real history. Yeah. It's true. I believe it. Anyway, Estrada, so he gets partnered with Agent Tracy Taylor, who he calls Tyler because, you know, he's a dick, right? That's what uh, dicks do. Uh, they investigate some dead gang members and learn that it wasn't gang beef, but it was chupacabras because clearly that's, I mean, the most deducible thing that you would assume from some small dog-sized animals that people mistake for coyotes that look fucking nothing like 
coyotes. No. It's Texas, though. We'll get into them a little later. Okay, well, I mean, they look like mutant chihuahuas of various sizes. We just, just to be clear, right? Aww. So. While on the hunt for the chupacabras, Estrada's daughter goes to a drinking bonfire on school property. Nice. As you do. Right? Because that, right. On school property. Anyway, the chupacabras attack the party and the daughter barely escapes. Estrada sends her home. The chupacabras attack there. But fortunately, in a totally unforeseen series of events, Estrada again shows up in the nick of time to save the day. We call those plot-seeking chupacabras. Plot-seeking chupacabras. So the, the group grows because Estrada then reunites with his estranged son, and the DEA joins forces with some gangs to defeat the chupacabras. The new group retreats to the Alamo. Oh, I didn't see that coming. Where could we go? Well, remember the Alamo? Remember could, the Alamo? We could go to the Alamo. So they, they try to defend the Alamo. It's getting nearly overwhelmed. And then they do the next best thing. They they blow it to fucking pieces. The whole thing. Makes whole sense. thing. Yeah. Way down to Alamo. <laughs> the last thing we see is a funeral shot. It's daylight now. And the Alamo burns in the background. Fade to black. So I'm curious oh, about that yeah. very last part. It wasn't, it wasn't a funeral shot. They were at his dead wife's. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. They were at his grave. Right. Or her grave. Her, her existing grave. Yeah. Nobody knew died. So, but did they, like, right after the fight go to the grave? Well, or has it, was, it been, yeah. like, Remember, four it was days? night he when they were having give that. Up so on a case. Like, he puts his whole life on hold every time he finds a case. And, but like, it, usually cases take months. To, so does he just disappear out of his daughter's life for months at a time? Yeah. Great. I, I mean, oh I think God. that's what happened. That, that's probably why his wife got killed. Yeah, that does, I would have died for those parents. That does raise the question, because his daughter was there at the gravesite, too. Yeah. Which, and she was in the hospital last we saw, so presumably he at least made he it to the hospital. He kidnapped a back. patient. How long has the Alamo been burning for? <laughs> is everyone... Like, San Antonio, what is your fire department <laughs> like down there? We didn't start the fire. Well... I know they, their police department was terrible in the 70s. So. They did use like five fucking pounds of C4. I mean, they used a lot of some type of plastic explosive <laughs> that looked a lot like somebody copy pasted gasoline and sparklers from another movie <laughs> into this one. But they looked like bricks of C4 and they had to have placed at least 20 of these no, things. Yeah, they were real heavy on it. Listen. Yeah. Can I just say one thing? I guess no one's gonna stop. Only you. one. You've got a microphone. Only one thing. That was it. Eric, <laughs> <laughs> shit. Eric Estrada is a gem in this film. He is. is he? Yeah. <laughs> He's very self-aware. He kn he knows what's going on. He just Does broods he? a lot. He he broods. He tries to be an edge lord a little bit, as much as Eric Estrada can be an edge lord. Dave yeah. is rubbing his face aggressively, isn't he? Though, I like I, that's as edge lord as Estrada can get. Like, I get it. You got to get paid, and I respect him putting in the work. But out of the people in this movie, yeah, but that's a really low bar. That's fine. The only other notable person was Cracker. I I don't know where this. This completely arbitrary relative bar is coming from, but but Eric Estrada, he's great. He's hammy. He's looking great. He's very he's, hammy. What, how old in this mm. movie? 60... 62. 62? Right? Yeah, 62, I think. He does some running. He does a couple stunts. Yeah, I don't You're... believe that 62-year-old Eric Estrada can chase down drug dealers. They also <laughs> limited <laughs> how much they like showed him doing things, like riding a motorcycle, just because they're like... 
I think maybe there were some insurance things in play, so there was a lot of not riding on actual streets for him. Well, no, okay. A, yeah. There was a lot of him riding a motorcycle, but there was a lot of him riding a motorcycle on front of a green screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They could not get any licenses to shoot on real streets. Apparently not. No, because we had tons of shots. I mean, he spent a ton of time on a bike, and there was at least one part in the studio when he pulls up to the school doors that he's actually on a bike with another human being yes. for with him for a moment. And when he turns around in the street to ramp, yeah, one plywood board, right? That's right. going to support his big ass fucking bicycle. Yeah, it's like a twenty five hundred pound cruiser for sure. Yeah. Eric Estrada coming to your neighborhood with his teeth first. So, <laughs> Eric Estrada <laughs> loves being a dick to people. He's like, dude, your wife died two years ago. You had about a six-month window to just be a dick for no reason. Like, now you got to get your shit together. Okay, but he's been being a dick his whole life. He put his own son in prison. His That's son, true. His son was going to get a plea oh, deal, yeah. and he used his power to take the plea deal off the table. Yeah, and the, like he kept saying to his son while he's interrogating him, which would not happen in real life, is like, I, I protected you. you. I protect protected him from what? Freedom? Uh, he thought it was like protected a... Protected you from yourself. They referenced MTV the Scared Straight a bunch of times, so yeah. he, Eric Estrada assumed it was going to scare him straight. I watched an MTV once, and I learned everything I need to know about parenting on that there. <laughs> Don't think I didn't. I did love that Eric Estrada's motorbike did have a Remember the Alamo <laughs> sticker. Bumper sticker. On the, on the back fairing. Yeah. And very reminiscent of Chip's style. That was beautiful. Nobody can actually see that when you're riding, right? I don't I don't really think so. I mean, so it's on the top. Yeah, so that's no. just for you every time you get on the bike. I guess, yeah. So he's like taking a-, a beat every time. He's, I will. <laughs> I have a question. Do you His great, 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 whatever, whatever fought for it. Do you think that like sales for Remember the Alamo stickers went down after 9-11? Like, because you can't remember two things at once. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like people probably stopped buying that and then were like, never forget. Or is there not a competition because it's actually two different commands? I don't, I don't think that's I don't want any works. of my thoughts on this recording. <laughs> <laughs> like, one is saying, hey, remember, and the other one's saying, never forget. So that means you've kind of forgotten the Alamo. <laughs> it's like a... Papa? I don't know. Do you think eventually, like, in 100 years, it'll downgrade to remember the 9-11? I like Casey's philosophy corner. I'm... S- I don't know. I've got questions. I need data. Somebody give me data. Can one both... Never forget 9-11 and remember the Alamo. <laughs> that, that, is, that is the deepest question I've heard on Shitty Cinema. Thank you. Can, I guess the, the real question then would be, can you remember something which you, you have not yet forgotten? <laughs> Do you need to forget it before you can remember it? I mean, I feel like oh. you forget everything every night when you go to sleep, and then that's why it's so hard to wake up in the morning because everything's rebooting and Does that files are being found. We have forgotten 9-11. I forgot who I was and what my job was when I woke up in the middle of the day. (laughs) So, yeah, I forgot the Alamo 9-11 and everything else important that's ever happened. No, that's normal. We all do that. So, Eric Estrada, (laughs) I just want to say, spends a lot of time, you know, because he was in chips, riding a bike in front of a green screen. (laughs) But it's not the terrible, terrible special effects that are the best part. It is the face he makes while driving. He looks angry. He looks pissed. 
He looks tired. He looks a little strokey. A little strokey. A little is that, strokey. Is that an actual like register on like a pain chart? Yeah, like or a facial recognition he's like program. Three out of ten. Yeah, that's the face that says, I made my name riding a motorcycle, and these fuckers have got me sitting in front of a green screen. I don't know if he really rode a motorcycle in chips. Yeah, that was probably all green screen, too, right? I don't think they green screen. <laughs> I, mean, I was sarcastic. Oh. To be honest, I never actually sarcastic. watched chips. Fight me. I mean, I don't need to. Well, you know what I would fight? Not a chupacabra because they're dogs, and you know my rules about hurting dogs, even if it's in Wolfenstein. Hey, we will yeah. break up. We will break up. They're Diablo dogs. It doesn't matter. They still look like if they're my dogs, dogs had Super AIDS cancer. No, they did drop Only a the fucking baby one and rabies. The they killed a baby chupacabra with a fucking carving knife. Well, and the the chupacabras killed a fucking dog. I, that hurt me to watch. I hated that was the worst part of the movie. Yeah. The German Shepherd. I, yeah. I'm glad that the murder of a bunch of humans was one thing, but the murdering of the German Shepherd is what really got he to only, Yeah, no, that's what really pissed me off. They only killed bad people. So Eric Estrada's daughter's friend was a bad people? Yeah. Why? She was a horrible influence on the daughter. She was keeping her out, trying to get her to fuck some weird teenage one-handed guy, and she was going to fuck in public on a blanket feet away from a bunch of weird teenagers. Until her boyfriend got his dick bit off. It's Which, called birth control. That's actually a really accurate I know. description of what happened. It only that, killed so bad is people. What happened. It's also I Chupacabra feel, versus the Alamo. Well done, Casey. Thank you. I feel you. like we need to take a beat here because this is the first time we've mentioned that a chupacabra bites a teenager's dick off in this movie. Yeah, that that <laughs> yeah, chupacabra that. got killed because that's also you can't put your mouth on a kid's genitals, even if you are a chupacabra. Save the dick oh, biting for adults. Oh, gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Like, gotcha. That one went too far. Too far. It had to get killed. That's where you're going with it. Yeah. Is that the line? Is that the hill you're going to die on, Casey? No, it's not a hill. It's a moral platform. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And I feel very alive. Fucking woke. They, the, the chupacabras. Now, we talked about some of the smaller chupacabras. One of the small chupacabras gets thrown into a microwave and oh, microwave to death. Oh, man. That shit was awful, did but kind of funny. Did the pop. You know, it's ice cold still inside, but, you know, <laughs> you fucking made a mess, so you might as well eat half burning, half cold chupacabra. Your mom's going to wake up in the morning and be pissed. Oh, wait, she died on Cinco de Mayo. There's a stretch in this movie where they're like, oh, we want to kill a bunch of chupacabras, so she'll use a carving knife, and then she'll just catch one and put it in the microwave. And then Hot we'll buckets. burn one with an iron, so the teenagers are just hanging out with an iron that's Hot preheated iron. for some reason. <laughs> right, yeah. If yeah. I could just go back to those days where my best friend and I used to have sleepovers and iron things <laughs> together, like pants. I love doing laundry with friends. Like they, you know? they, they thought, what would be around a house that we could use to hurt a chupacabra? And that's great. That's a good first step. But there's more after that <laughs> yeah. in the writer's guide. What about a fire extinguisher? Hit it with a fire extinguisher. Spray it with a fire extinguisher. That's always a comedic beat down. Do you have a fire extinguisher in your house? No, we were going to buy one at a garage sale, and you're like, no, that's something you should actually spend money on, and then we never did, so I guess a limp dick one would have been better than no. I have one. Yeah, even fucking Dave has one. <laughs> the fuck? That says something. Dave? Okay. That says a lot. <laughs> Chupacabra versus the Alamo does use the what's in the house, but... In that sense, they are kind of borrowing from a better movie. They almost wanted to do a little Home Alone thing. 
They just didn't. They borrowed from an even better movie, Crocodile Dundee. Yeah. When Crocker, the white savior guide at the Alamo, fucking fixes their whole life and finds this giant knife. He goes, well, that's a knife. Yeah, it is a knife. They didn't borrow. Knife. They just straight up stopped <laughs> right. and went like, hey, remember Crocodile Dundee? And then Anyway, this isn't movie. that movie, but all right, we got to go. We got to go find secret Da Vinci Code tunnels under the Alamo that lead to a perfect fucking street hatch. That nobody knew were there because they were covered but up with But it has upward boards. handles in the middle of the street. Yeah. 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 People run over that all the time. Door in the street. That's just a normal thing. Uh, you know, to, like, to nobody asks. It's the old Texas door in the street, if you know what I mean. That is not the secret passageway, I promise you. Yeah, it's this fabled tunnel that no one's ever found, but it's covered by planks in like the utility closet where the water main comes in. Like, yeah, that somebody ran modern Someone equipment through. Someone had to put a water main in there. The That's best what I'm saying. secret keeper in the world? Yeah, but the plot doesn't need that. They had to find a secret. Everybody I mean, likes sexy secrets. Listen, oh, here's man. what I do know. I don't know a lot about grenades, but I know that you are way more likely to hit a low target if you cock your gun sideways and shoot completely sideways. Because you're going to, instead of it going mm-hmm. bouncing up and down, it's spraying left and right and you're getting a better range when Especially you're shooting Especially when it's an SMG. Yes. I don't even know what that is. A submachine gun. Oh, I was like, suck my gun. I don't know <laughs> what that means. Don't That's use letter super names. machine gun. Smaller, but shoots lots. Then he shoots sideways because, you know, spray. That would Show work really me gun. Well. Show me. <laughs> I like that you just dragon balled his firearm. Thank you. Okay, but Juice has a good point about the grenades. The grenades do some bogus shit in this. Like, they're the type of grenades that explode at the perfect point so that you get a also giant fireball. Yeah, they're impact grenades. Yeah. Yep. I got that upgrade last night. Oh, okay. I gotcha. grind for it. It was a bitch. If we're talking about the special effects, the best part about the special effects is the scene where Eric Estrada <laughs> and his friends fight Chupacabras that they forgot to animate. Oh, yeah. That was the best. <laughs> it was the biggest <laughs> shootout scene, too. There's this whole big buildup where they're like, we got to get in close. Shoot as many of them as we can. They're and all... I'm just like, okay, are they like around the corner then? <laughs> yeah. Because you yeah. should wait till you can see them. There's nothing here. And, and then, then they start firing into an empty hallway. Yeah. And yeah. they animated the bullet shots, but not what they were <laughs> shooting at. They forgot. And then by the time they notice, they're like, we just don't have time. <laughs> we don't. Maybe no one will notice. Maybe they, they'll think they're really far away. The they CTI guy's already gone home. They didn't cut that out. They didn't cut around. They're just, ah, whatever. Just go to the next scene. That's no one... the worst thing that happens in this movie. We'll all be <laughs> thankful. <laughs> Listen, they didn't come back after the last commercial break, and you know it. I don't feel bad for anything sci-fi did after they started spelling their name wrong. So this this awful CGI kind of culminates. It's all on this backdrop of like if you've ever seen CSI or NCIS, just everything is super campy and it looks like either a television set or just really bad CGI. It has the same aesthetic as an 80s soap opera when they show the city views that aren't completely animated. It looks like the opening of an 80s soap opera. And yeah. that's why I described it as a telenovela. Yeah. You, I, you're not wrong on Thank that. You. Thank you're you. You're definitely not wrong on that. Nailing that assessment. And a novella would be nothing if not for their side characters. Ooh. And we had some tasty side characters. <laughs> we have Eric Estrada's estranged son. Uh, what was his name? Tommy, I think. Blue Ranger? 
He played the Blue the Ranger, Blue Ranger. Ranger in like uh, yeah, Power Ranger Ninja Storm. Power Ranger Ninja Storm Electric Bugaloo the Fourth. Oh yeah, and yeah, that's my favorite Power Ranger. So his son is like this twenty-two-year-old, forty-five-year-old in the movie <laughs> with a fun haircut, and he has like this car shop and, he's and like, tattoos. I got gangster friends. I got a neck tattoo. I'm mad at my dad. And he's got a real fucking attitude and okay. you don't realize it's his son until Wait. he gets him in the interrogation room. He's like, I need to know who killed these drug dealers down in a tunnel. If, Did you if, bite him? If my dad put me in prison for, I don't know, some undisclosed amount of time, yeah, I'd be I'd be a little pissed. But he came out stronger and had a crew. Okay, but, but I don't I mean, want to go to prison. I mean, I've been do you in prison. Be I don't want to go to prison. No. Not really. Oh, well then, yeah, you don't want to go to prison. But that's how you network. <laughs> you got to you gotta go to prison and network. Oh, gotcha. It's right. It's like a conference. I got to build like, my professional network. I see. A four I wasn't year considering conference. it that way. Four to six year conference. Hashtag not our podcast. It's just, <laughs> I, if you need to know how to prison network, please at me. Shitty cinema. I got you. She does not. <laughs> Oh, Casey, you're, you're Casey. definitely getting stabbed within two hours. You what you, what you might we... not know is that Casey is a attorney. She was certified in international waters. Yes. Okay, so we have the we have the partner, the saucy partner that he comes to respect as soon as he believes it's chupacabras. He's like, oh, she was right. All right, I'll call you by your right name now. We had the nerdy M.E. lady who ends up getting killed by a chupacabra at the Alamo. But it's very annoying because she gets bit. And when she's outside, it's like bleeding like crazy. It's all over. It's all over everybody. And then she gets inside and that's a very small wound. Her shirt, (laughs) they had time to clean her shirt. And like that stain repellent shirts you buy from Spear and Mackey or whatever you spend so much fucking money on. I get it now. Yeah. I saw it in action. The blood just rolls right off. It bounces off. I need that for when my wine spills. That happens. So wash it. At the end of the film, well, towards the middle end of the film, you have that nerdy gal is being chased by a uh, gangster guy who's like, hey, baby, oh, why don't you chupa this? Mm, yummy, oh. yummy, yummy. And like kept Peppy Le Pew I want to get you chupa pants. Yeah, and she's like, mm, gross, please stop. And mm, very <laughs> gross, please stop. And all You're of his a creeper. gangster friends are like, get it, boy, get it. And he didn't get it. He actually got a quick death. Oh, yeah. He death got by, yeah, he got disemboweled death by, by Chupacabra. Like, I'm glad they didn't reward that. Yeah. Me too. He basically got drawn and quartered by Chupacabras. Well, and this goes back to what Casey was saying earlier, that a lot of the Chupacabras were just going after the bad, bad guys. Bad people. Yeah. The terrible motherfuckers in this movie. A yeah. lot See, of the they're gang the members heroes. died. Thank you. Thank, I'm exactly. so glad we're all on the same page of this. Thank I, you. I don't feel like the teenager deserved to get his dick bit off. He's a public sex offender. Yeah. Being yeah. in public is... Not as well as you know, he was about, about to fuck a minor. Yeah, okay. You've never done that, right? Absolutely, no one in this room can say a goddamn <laughs> thing about public urination. I can. Lies. <laughs> no, I can say whatever I want because I've done it a lot, and it's more challenging for me. Right, like you can offer tips. Wall sits. They're great. Wait, like as a workout to prepare yourself for no, when No, I mean to also just pee. I peed on an elementary For school. ladies that <laughs> can't aim in their genitalia. It was the night before Thanksgiving, if that helps put you in the mindset. And we and were in line at school. Taco Bell for 45 minutes. Remember we were in a fucking cab, and I didn't realize the place next door I peed on was a school. I don't like any the next of this. Day. You helped me. <laughs> you helped me. Oh. You were my lookout. Mm-hmm. That and I was out. your lookout. Yeah. You peed in the corner. I, I went first because like, I have to. I'm going to die. I'm not getting a UTI. This sounds like something I do. It's fucking friendship. 
That's fucking teamwork. <laughs> so I also need to mention the daughter's friend. She was a bad influence. She yep. got her end finally when she got throated out by a chupacabra in she, her own home. Did you say throated out? Yeah, she got that throated is out. That's actually okay. a verb. That throw out there. That's what that stands for. <laughs> <laughs> that throat out there. Not in I her. don't think that's how that works. It is. It is. All right. Um, so now you got to think Eric Estrada's daughter has watched her boyfriend be behanded and murdered by chupacabras. And now her horny best friend is now dead. But here's the thing that's even worse. They had to medicate her because as soon as the movie started mm-hmm. and she's trying to sneak in her own house and almost gets shot by her own fucking dad. <laughs> Which, she woke up drunk or whatever Eric Estrada does in Texas. Is she's, what and she's obviously on Quaaludes because it didn't phase her at all. Not at all. She's like, oh, nice dad. Uh, Jesus. At least he had pants on this time. But <laughs> like I always got the vibe through the whole movie. I was like, they are they are more than friends or like they should be like they're giving each other hungry eyes. Like stop fucking around with these weird old boys and just try something. I feel like it's going to be a good fit. I like your encouragement, Casey. Yes. You just want to let love. Blossom. So she really lost two loves. The guy she was trying to convince herself to be in love with and her best friend who she was secretly in love with. I still and they believe medicated that it was for her. the best. I don't No. That's, I what a tragic way to start adulthood love. I think it's you're terrible. putting a lot more thought into this movie than the people that made this movie. That's what we I, do, Jay. I, well, I, all right, all I, right, Dave. It's time for the most important question of the night: Chupacabra versus the Alamo. Would you watch it again? One round, eighty-eight minutes. One <laughs> Eric Estrada. Was this only eighty-eight minutes? Only eighty-eight minutes. Yeah. God, it felt so much longer. I wish my happy times felt that long. I. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh, that came out real sad. <laughs> Sorry to go dark. Do we need to talk about that right now? <laughs> no, I'll push it down with Hashtag Brown. Hashtag not our podcast. It's fine. Down with Brown. It's cool. Down with Brown. That's our new podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, I'm not watching. Oh. I Every time oh. you remind me that the title is Chupacabra vs. the Alamo, it sounds a little bit dumber. <laughs> And over the course of watching it in pre-production, we've said it probably a couple hundred times. So at this point, it just, it's lost all meaning to me. And it, this is from the era of sci-fi where they're making things to be dumb. And I don't respect that. You need to try to make something good and fail for me to really revel in it. And Fair. this was made to be laughed at, and which makes it not that funny. Oh, you don't meet Dave's purity test. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> What a hipster. No yeah. true chupacabra. Okay. <laughs> Is that what you're doing right now? Yeah. Is this a no true chupacabra argument? I'm saying that I did not, other than a very few select scenes, I did not really have as much fun with this as I thought I was going to. Mm. And Eric Estrada got a paycheck but didn't really earn it. <gasps> How dare you? How fucking dare you? Riding a motorcycle is dangerous. I would do it in front of a Yeah, that's why he too. didn't ride a motorcycle. <laughs> yeah. You be 62 and fall off that shit. All right, Case. On to you then. Are you going to watch Chupacabra versus the Alamo again? 136 time we said it. I I would not actively seek out Chupacabra versus the Alamo, but I would watch it if we're on in the background so I could. Because the Chupacabras were really cute, and maybe I'm blinded and broken because I have ugly little Chihuahua dogs, and now it's tricked my brain into thinking everything that looks like them is cute. 
especially if it looks diseased and hairless. <laughs> so it looked like Chinese crusted fucked chihuahuas and then someone put like Vaseline all over them. So, um, yeah, I would watch it if it was. It had so many great lines like, yeah, I got your puppy chow no, when no. they're about to shoot some chupacabras. <laughs> no, none of this. Oh, I'd watch it if it's on. You don't watch TV that stuff's just on. You watch things you select. So are you going to select chupacabra versus chupa this, Casey? Yeah, I would chupa this again. <laughs> I would chupa wow. this again. I had fun with this movie. Eric Estrada's face when he's riding a motorcycle. I can stare at it for a long time like a work of art. It looks different every single time I see it. I notice something different that is wrong. And I love it. I fucking love it. Uh, Juice, would you Chupa watch this again? Chupa, no. What? I am so sorry. What? This w- it didn't do Solidarity. it for me. The the action was really shit. People were getting murdered left and right. It had action. It had excitement. It had explosions. There's no shortage of that. They had shooting. There's definitely shortage of that. We watched agree. so many people, so many movies where people should have been getting killed and they weren't. Yeah, Chupacabra versus the Alamo was not afraid they had to a, kill people. Yeah, they had That's a body fair. count. That's fair. They killed everybody but like four characters. Yeah, we get dead bodies left and right. Piling up. But we we didn't get any of the good candy. No, that that's not enough for me to come back. Dead bodies is not a part of it. Explosions, nudity, and well, violence. That was one of the three. I'm sorry. I need more. They ripped two dicks off. You got some teenage cleavage. The fucking dogs cleaned up the streets of San Antonio. San Antonio is filled full of fucking criminals and murderers, drug dealers apparently, and fucking chupacabras came in like a Tasmanian devil of goodness and clean the streets up you know i could suspend my disbelief a little bit more if the cgi wasn't shit i'm sorry we love 200 miles per hour and that cgi was shit yeah that, that was awful was, that was a whole special campaign in itself i'm you're not going to convince me casey okay <laughs> so you can go ahead and stop I'm trying, trying to wrap my chupa mind around this jay are you going to sit down and chupa watch chupacabra versus the chupa alamo again I, I think you're totally downplaying the way that this takes a horror film, and it's not horror at all. It's just ridiculous. It's fun. The scenes are absurd. Of course the action's bad. That's not what we're here for. The Chupacabra's main mode of attack is to trip and then to scene cut, and then you're all cut up. We don't really see. Or occasionally you get a Chupacabra thrown at you, and it bounces off of your chest before they cut away. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a thing that happened, right? That was we get, delightful. We get lines from Eric Estrada like, what are your friends going to say when this grandpa beats you like a pinata? Right? Abuelo. This is shitty cinema. Yes, I am going to watch Chupacabra versus the Alamo again. Yes. It was a lot of fun. Disgusting. Ah, yes. oh, come on. Disgusting. You're just, you and your, you and your no true Chupacabra. Yeah, why don't you yeah. have to put some respect on it and how many times I said that. Enjoy your Sharknado marathon. Oh. <laughs> oh my God, you're well, everybody, hipster. that's it. Verdict is a split decision. Shitty Cinema doesn't know if we're going to sit down and watch this movie again, but uh, we all believe that you should at least once. The good ones here are going to watch it again. Yeah. You are just an elitist. Mm. Foot high five. Ah, well, that, that's probably true. Dave, what, what's going on next week? Next week, we are giving Sci-Fi Channel another chance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Who's judging now? Oh, yeah. my God. You hipster trash. Oh, yeah, come on. <laughs> hey. like, you're over there talking trash about me. I yeah. like and it when they change the spelling of the You name. brought 2020. 12 sci-fi. I'm bringing 2013. 2013 sci-fi. I'm bringing 2005 sci-fi. I don't actually know if it's any better. 
but we'll be watching. <laughs> Never mind. This is the elitist prick here. Yeah, we'll yes. be watching Dungeons and Dragons: Wrath of the Dragon God. Dungeons and Dragons. The sequel to the 2000 actual release Dungeons and Dragons, now a made-for-TV movie. I'm actually this really excited be great. about this. Yeah, yeah. I, I paid money to watch the original one in yeah. the theaters because I'm a bad man. <laughs> I saw the original in theaters, and we've got three people in the room who play D&D that are probably going to get mad just about that. So that will be fun. I want to point out it was my allowance money because I wasn't old enough to have a job yet that oh. wasn't babysitting. Oh. And I'm not going to spend my money to go to movies. No. Mom. Well, this is like a continuation. Give me D&D money, Mom. Dave, I am positively excited for your hipster trash movie next week. Can't wait. Cinemites. If you like this podcast, please share, rate, subscribe, review, like on Facebook. Send us love letters, maybe small chupacabras in the mail. We will not <laughs> microwave them. We know they are best oven baked. And if you want to help us purchase some C4 to stick around to historical places, please donate to <laughs> patreon.com slash shitty cinema. P.S. We're really not going to do that. I'm afraid to use my, uh, what is that? Not a crock pot. Pressure cooker. I'm so afraid of it. <laughs> <laughs> I've used it once and I feel like that was enough because it was free. So I'll never use it again. Now, let's shut off the lights. Go to bed. And dream of sweet, sweet herds of chupacabras gently licking our faces to wake up in the morning. Good night.